Hello everyone, it's me again, Peter Harris with Commercial Property Advisors, author of the book, Commercial Real Estate Investing for Dummies, and also coach and mentor to many commercial real estate investors all across America. The title and subject of today's podcast is Tax Benefits of Commercial Real Estate. I just uh, received two very intriguing questions from my YouTube people. And uh, the first question was, Peter, how does Donald Trump or other billionaires make a billion dollars in a year and not pay income taxes? How is that possible? The second question was, and how can Donald Trump and other billionaires, how can their tax returns show a paper loss of uh, $975 million in one year and that be a good thing? How can that be? Well, the short answer to both questions uh, is both situations are commercial real estate ownership advantages. That's right. They are advantages. Let me explain. Let me start off by saying this first. You don't have to be rich or famous to take advantage of these legal tax loopholes that I'm going to share. What other billionaires and millionaires do, you can do too. You just have to own commercial real estate. All right. So if I may, I'm going to lump uh, every U.S. taxpayer into three categories. Okay. All right. So the, the first person is a person who has a full-time job and owns no real estate. Okay. Can you relate to that person? Okay. Full-time job and owns no real estate. The second person has a full-time job and owns some real estate. Okay. So you distinguish between the first and the second person. The third person works in real estate as their full-time job and they own real estate. Okay. So they're full-time real estate. This person is what's known as a real estate professional. It's actually an official IRS designation. You don't have to be licensed. You don't have to go to school. The, the rules to become one are very simple. And I will explain that in a minute, how, how to become one. So the question I have for you is, which category do you fit into? Are you, number one, basically full-time job and no real estate? Well, your goal is to get number two, right? And it's never too late to start, okay? You understand me? Never too late to start. If you're at number two, all right, you have a full-time job and you own some real estate, your goal is to get to number three, all right? Full-time real estate investor, real estate professional, because that's where true financial freedom begins, in my opinion. If anyone out there listening to this and you're number three today, hey, welcome to the club. Now, let me give you a quick disclaimer. I am not a CPA. I'm not a tax attorney. I'm not a tax expert. I am a commercial real estate investor, right, and mentor. My taxes are done by professionals and their companies. If you're going to use anything I'm going to share today, get the advice of a tax expert, okay, when you make any types of personal financial decisions. Right, now, next what I want to do is I want to review all three persons' situations and see if you can relate to them and maybe put yourself in their shoes and then I'll share with you how to get out of the shoes and to the next level. And before I start, all three people that I'm referring to from now on, they have the following tax status. They are married filing jointly, okay? So that's important to make that that designation, that's to give you that tax status as I've discussed three three person situations. All right, person number one. If you recall, person number one was at a full-time job, but they own no real estate. Do your best to not stay here too long if this is you. 
This person has the standard write-offs that the average American worker gets. That's about it, right? You're going to pay the most in taxes, and basically you get to take zero advantage of zero of the tax loopholes. So person number two, remember, if he has, he has a full-time job and owns some investment real estate, some of it, right? Now, this person has some restrictions that the IRS um, sets forth. They are as follows. As long as your income is $100,000 or less per year, you can take a real estate loss, like a paper loss, of $25,000 per year against other income. That's an incredible thing, okay? So you can wipe away $25,000 of income so you end up paying less in taxes. However, if you make over $150,000, you can't take any real estate loss. So if, if you're anywhere between $100,000 and one fifty. All right, you can take some loss, but as you approach the 150,000, that loss phases out. However, you know, this person number two, they get to take more advantage than the first person. But if you make a good living, if you make over $150,000 a year, your advantages are basically phased out. All right. So what do you do? What do you do? All right. So you have a really good job. You're in buying real estate, but, and you have losses on paper, but you can't take them. So what do you do? You become number three. You become the third person, right? You become a full-time real estate professional. You can either be a full-time investor, a real estate agent, a property manager, or other real estate job. Under IRS rules, this is defined as a real estate professional. You must basically work in real estate more than any other job, and you must work at least 750 hours per year in that real estate job. Okay, got it? Now, as a designated real estate professional, you can take unlimited amount of real estate paper loss against your income, no matter how much you make or how much your real estate loss is. Remember, I told you that you don't have to be a millionaire and billionaire for this to work for you, okay? This is exactly what Donald Trump did to avoid paying taxes. And in some cases, you can carry forward those losses to future years to wipe out those taxes too. This is what Donald Trump did when he reported a $975 million loss. He carried it forward to future year. He, he paid no taxes for several years. I think I heard it was like for another 18 years he paid no taxes because of these losses. This is completely legal and, in my opinion, a smart thing to do. It's all legal. Now, as a real estate professional, once again, you can write off all of the following. I'm going to name some things, okay? You can write off the property mortgage interest. You can write off directly against the income. You can write also write off property depreciation. Property mortgage interest and property depreciation, those are your two biggest de deductions. They can be hundreds of thousands of dollars if you have enough property. They sure can. You can also write off property repairs, trip to the property, um, educational seminars, your mentorship costs. You can write those off, uh, your home office, your car, and the list goes on and on and on and on. Now, to back up everything I'm saying, I want to share this with you, okay? Two very interesting facts that you probably haven't heard of. One is our federal tax system collects $2.1 trillion every year from taxpayers, probably some of it from you, right? That's a lot of money. Well, did you also know that our same federal tax system gives out $17.1 trillion in tax savings? Did you know that, right? So we're... Basically, the, the government takes in 2.1 trillion, 
but it gives out $17.1 trillion in tax savings to real estate investors and other business people. So why is there such a huge difference between the two and what they're taking in and giving out? It's because there is such a huge lack of education of our tax system of how real estate professionals work, right? And it's on the part of all real estate investors, including commercial real estate investors. And even some tax accountants don't take full advantage of these of, of that designation, right? So they prepare these tax returns for their clients, but they're not getting all of the deductions that they deserve. So let that sink in for a moment, all right? Let that sink in. So if if you are a real estate investor, are you taking all of the benefits that you have rights to? Are you really? Do you have the right CPA working for you that he you're not just a number, he just isn't you know, getting everything and just ABC one, two, three. No, you want a person that's going to look at your file, look at your goals, look at everything you're doing and maximizing your benefits. All right. Now I'm going to read uh, to you the best definition I could find of a real estate professional. Here it is. To be a real estate professional, taxpayer must provide more than one half of his or her personal services in real estate in which he or she materially participates in and performs more than 750 hours of services during that tax year. All right, so that's the best definition I can find. It's pretty clear. All right, so now let me move on to this. I want to give you a practical example of what I just shared in the last 10 minutes, right? Make it real for you by talking about a real person, right? And their tax situation and what they did to uh, maximize their tax savings. All right, Dr. Rob. Dr. Rob is an engineering manager here for a local tech firm here in the Bay Area. He's single. He makes um, about $250,000 per year, and that includes his bonuses, all right, every year. So it's a pretty pretty good job. He has a PhD, went to Stanford, so a pretty smart guy. Over the years, he also bought a 12-unit apartment building near Silicon Valley in Santa Clara, and also bought a downtown strip center in Santa Clara, okay? So he owns those two properties. Uh, those two properties cash flow about $82,000 per year. And when he does his tax returns, his tax returns show a paper loss of $90,000. Okay. So, um, again, he cash flows about $82,000 a year. He has paper losses on his tax returns at $90,000 a year. But guess what? He can't use those losses against his cash flow because he earns too much. If you recall, if you make over $150,000 and the job is not real estate related, you cannot deduct those passive losses. You cannot. So what is Dr. Rob to do? What should he do? Here's what he did. He got married. The good doctor got married. He marries Joan. And Joan ends up managing the apartments and the strip mall and does this full time while being a housewife, right? She does it full time while being a housewife. In fact, the housewife is probably a harder job, knowing Dr. Rob. But anyway, she qualifies as a real estate professional. And guess what? Because she qualifies for real estate professional and they're filing their taxes jointly, a joint tax return, they both get to take advantage of her being a real estate professional. Incredible, right? So now they get to deduct that $90,000 loss on Dr. Rob's properties and, well, now their properties and on his income, right? So they end up saving tens of thousands of dollars in, in income tax. And 
to me, what a great basis for a successful marriage, right? I'm a real estate guy, so what a great basis. So let me ask you this. What advice would you give this couple, Dr. Rob and Joan? The advice would be to buy more cash-flowing commercial real estate, right? Enough so that they end up paying no taxes on their properties and on his income. Buy enough income-producing properties to do that. That's what would be my advice, all right? So... Again, if Dr. Rob did not get married and he, and he continued to be an engineering manager, he would pay taxes through the roof. But because he got married and his wife, her job is now a real estate professional, they qualify jointly as a real estate professional. So with that said, I'm going to give you today's three takeaways, right? Three takeaways. Number one is, Learn commercial real estate. I want you to learn how to invest in commercial real estate. And then I want you to, after you learn, get help doing it. Do not try to do it by yourself. It's too much at risk. Most of you, this is the biggest investment you're going to make in your life. So get help in doing it. Okay. And then I want you to become a real estate professional, period. Okay. So number one is learn a commercial. Number two, get help doing it. Number three is become a real estate professional, period. The second thing I want to share with you is to hire a CPA slash tax planner who specializes in tax planning for real estate investors. All CPAs are not created equal. You want the person that's not going to treat you as give me your file, ABC, one, two, three, and out the door. No, no, you don't want that person. You want that person that's creative, that's going to look for, just explore and look for different ways for you to maximize all of the benefits and rights you have as a real estate investor, okay? You want that person to help you become a real estate professional. Got it? All right. And number three, and finally, this is a quote I find. I love this quote. really believe it. The greatest investment on earth is earth. That's right. There's nothing like having tangible assets like a, a building, uh, a, com a piece of commercial real estate I can touch and feel and look at and drive by and fly to and look at it and go, wow, that's mine. You have that so you can maximize your cash flow and your tax savings. Okay? There's no other investment like it. All right. Let me end right there. You can get uh, access to uh, more, more great resources on our website at commercialpropertyadvisors.com. Or you can simply subscribe to this podcast station. All right. Thanks for listening today. And um, uh, to tax benefits of commercial real estate, I'll see you at the next podcast. All right. Take care, everyone.